The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Matt Wilcom. Mark Amadeo. Good morning. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Appreciate you being a part of it today. It is Thursday. Well, you know what that means. Uh, we're going to have Father P.J. McManus on to talk uh, all things Ask Father P.J., uh, just a great segment here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Uh, today, we're going to talk about mortal sin. Uh, and and it, it's not going to be necessarily just kind of question and answer. I mean, I'm going to ask him a bunch of questions, but uh, this is just kind of a topic that we're going to do this morning that I think is really important for us to be able to understand as a faithful. Because, uh, you know, of course, there's there's morally evil things in the world uh, and there's morally good things in the world. But sometimes those morally evil things become sinful and not only just sinful, but what we call mortally sinful, really cutting us off from God's grace. And that's about as serious as it gets when it comes to um, when it comes to sin in the Catholic Church. So we're going to talk to Father P.J. McManus all about it today, about 715. Going to save some good time for that uh, as well. And unfortunately, we're not going to be able to have Deacon Randy Keel on this morning. He has uh, had to step out for his segment this morning, so we won't have that. And again, we'll just kind of save some extra time uh, for Father P.J. for this big topic. Coming up at 745, Ellen Miller is going to be on, co-director of Christ Our Life. We're going to be talking about Mary's Meals Race to Feed Kids. They've got a big race coming up right around the corner. We're going to have all the details for you on that one coming up. Ellen's always a great guest. We'll have Matt Wilkham with your news, Mark Amadeo with your sports. Jimmy will have your weather and your saint of the day here on this Thursday. Let's do it. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. All right. Matt, welcome now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Bozen the Florist. Their priority is to serve you no matter where you are in the world. 515-244-ROSE, 515-244-7673, or online, bozen.com. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilkham. Some residents along the swelling Upper Mississippi River evacuated their homes this week, while others scrambled Wednesday to stack sandbags in preparation for what forecasters say could be near-record flooding caused by the rapid melting of a huge snowpack in northern Minnesota. In Iowa, forecasts predict the river will reach the third highest level ever recorded when it crests Saturday in Davenport, where workers set up temporary sand-filled barriers to protect downtown. In 2019, barriers failed and allowed water to rush into parts of downtown, but officials said this time the barrier will be much deeper and higher. John Papa John, who along with his wife Mary created an amazing legacy of business success and later a dedication to public art, passed away on Saturday at the age of 94. Papa John amassed a fortune as a venture capitalist and reinvested most of that fortune in his home state, establishing an eponymous sculpture park in downtown Des Moines and gifting millions to his alma mater, the University of Iowa. Entrepreneur centers in his name are on the campuses of Iowa, Iowa State, Northern Iowa, and Drake Universities, as well as NIACC. 
The Guardians of Champagne will let no one take the name of the bubbly beverage in vain, not even a U.S. beer behemoth. For years, Miller High Life has used the Champagne of Beers slogan. This week, that appropriation became impossible to swallow. At the request of the trade body defending the interests of houses and growers of the northeastern French sparkling wine, Belgian Customs crushed more than 2,000 cans of Miller High Life advertised as such. Molson Coors does not currently export the brand to the EU, and Belgian Customs declined to say who had ordered the beers. The buyer in Germany was informed it did not contest the decision. The 27-nation bloc has a system of protected geographical designations created to guarantee the true origin and quality of artisanal food, wine, and spirits and protect them from imitation. That market is worth nearly $87 billion annually, half of it in wines. A Brazilian dictionary has added Pele as an adjective to use when describing someone who is, quote, exceptional, incomparable, unique. The announcement by the Michaelis Dictionary on Wednesday is part of a campaign that gathered more than 125,000 signatures to honor the late soccer great's impact beyond his sport. The three-time World Cup champion died in December at age 82 after a fight against colon cancer. And now for your sports update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Thursday morning, yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, Midwest teams that were in action on your Wednesday. In the National League, the San Diego Padres defeated the Chicago Cubs 5-3 at Wrigley Field in Chicago, while last night the San Francisco Giants defeated the St. Louis Cardinals 7-3 in San Francisco. In the American League, it was the New York Yankees defeating the Minnesota Twins 12-6 in Minneapolis, while in Toronto, the Blue Jays defeated the Chicago White Sox. Interleague play had the Milwaukee Brewers defeating the Detroit Tigers 6-2 and the Arizona Diamondbacks last night defeating the Kansas City Royals 2-0. Yesterday, AAA baseball, the Iowa Cubs playing game two of their six-game homestand against the Louisville Bats and the I-Cubs winning yesterday afternoon by the score of 9-5 at Principal Park in Des Moines over Louisville. Today, game three of their series, Louisville at the Iowa Cubs, and first pitch will be at noon today at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. Last night, NBA playoffs continue with the first round. It was game five in the Eastern Conference, and the New York Knicks now advance. The Knicks defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers 106-95 to win that series four games to one. The other Eastern Conference uh, game five had the Miami Heat eliminating the Milwaukee Bucks by the score of 128-126 to in overtime. So the Heat upset the number one seed Milwaukee Bucks and win that series four games to one. In the Western Conference Game 5 last night, it was the Memphis Grizzlies defeating the Los Angeles Lakers by the score of 116 to 99 in Memphis. The Lakers lead that series three games to two. And the other Game 5 in the Western Conference had the Golden State Warriors, the defending NBA champions, defeating the Sacramento Kings in Sacramento by the score of 123 to 116. Golden State leads that best of seven series three games to two. Tonight, the NBA playoffs continues with Game 6 in the Eastern Conference, and it's the Boston Celtics at the Atlanta Hawks. They'll tip off at 7.30 tonight in Atlanta. The game will be televised on TNT. Boston leads that best-of-seven series three games to two. And with your Thursday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. 
Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact. On this day in 1930, White Sox first baseman Bud Clancy did not handle the ball at all in a nine-inning game versus the St. Louis Browns. This never happened before in the history of the major leagues as now organized. Didn't handle the ball? So no put-outs no out, no put at first base. Wow. Through nine innings. That's. I mean, I can understand that in like Little League maybe, but in the majors, that's... That's incredible. That yeah. will never, ever, I, I can assure you that will never happen again. Yeah. I'd bet my house on that. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, you know, yeah, he he saved his energy for uh, yeah. you know, the, the batting. I'd portion, say so. I guess. I, I I'd, and, and, and boy, White Sox fans are not in a good place right now, so you got to tread lightly there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he there. brought a lawn chair to the next game. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> My goodness, that that has to be the only time, obviously, and 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 yeah, that's that that is never going to happen again. I I'm enjoying my evenings watching Chicago Cubs baseball with my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have it on the background now, which is uh, which is great. So, well, I'm enjoying watching the Cubs too. Just well because my son is on the Cubs team ah, in our in our town. Well, my son is on the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, so, uh, yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah. That's, gonna, that's kind of a you just kind of have to. That's a tough clo- one. Close one eye that's there. A tough one for me, but uh, we'll 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 make it. We'll be all right. I got that shirt, Jimmy. <laughs> no, just want to let you know that it's a nice one. It's a nice one. Should have worn it today. It, huh? it's not, but that's not a Cubs. That's not jersey. a Cubs shirt. No, <laughs> no, no. It's, it's just, just a regular it's just old a polo. polo. Yep. yep. Nothing special. Nothing special. It's a nice one. What have we got for the weather? It's beautiful. Nothing special. Nothing special. Not like me. Nothing special. Oh, I think it's average. I think it's special <laughs> for this time of year. Average. I don't know. But it'd be eh, I don't know. I mean, getting closer to it compared to what we had over the uh, past few weeks. We uh, do. Well, it is Drake relays, which means rain is hey. always in the forecast. Oh, yeah. It's either going to be rain or like scolding hot, and it's uh, rain is what they're looking at this year. Uh, today, it is going to be sunny, high in the low 70s. Tonight, mostly cloudy, and uh, the overnight low in the upper 40s. Then tomorrow, uh, those showers and thunderstorms are going to start making their way in the area, partly sunny, high around 70, and then another chance of showers on Saturday. Sunshine, windy, and cooler with a high in the mid-60s. It's 43 now at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios, uh, 42 in Creston, 41 in Oskaloosa and Marshalltown, 39 in Fairfield. And support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Intervisions Healthcare, empowering men and women to make the most informed, life-affirming decisions for themselves and their families. Learn more at IVHcare.org. That is your forecast. Oh, thanks for nothing, relaying nothing, that. Nothing special Re- forecast. Appreciate that. Relaying that. Just a I shirt like forecast on oh, Catholic Radio. Come here for the puns, friends. Uh, Catholic News Agency just published a um, a study that was uh, done. It wasn't done by them, but they have the, the findings here of more than 450 men that are going to be ordained priests this year. And this was really fascinating. Um, 458 seminarians are set to be ordained. Uh, it received in this uh, CARA Uh, survey, 334 responses. So 73% of these seminarians who are going to be ordained this year responded and answered just a slew of questions. And they have all the findings here. You ready for it? I was really interested in this. So uh, 93% of those seminarians that are going to be ordained priests this year said that um, they were baptized Catholics as infants. So again, 7%, if you're able to do the math here, uh, were baptized later on. 96% were raised by their biological parents. 92% were raised by a married couple living together. 84% of those set to be priests, uh, both parents were Catholic. 84% of them had 
two parents that were Catholic. One in three respondents had a relative who was a priest or is a religious. Thought that was interesting. Uh, 72% of prospective priests have been altar servers, while about half served as lectors and 40% served as extraordinary ministers of the Eucharist. 33% served as catechists, while slightly smaller percentages served in youth or campus ministry. 23% of those set to be ordained priests this year had been cantors or members of the music ministry. 73% regularly took part in Eucharistic adoration. Ooh. That's a big number. 66% regularly prayed the rosary. 45% of those who were set to be priests this year were uh, in prayer or Bible studies. Lexio Divina, so sacred reading, was a regular practice for 33% of respondents who also reported participation in college or high school retreats. More than half of those set to be ordained priests this year had participated in their parish youth group. And another 27% had been participants in Catholic campus ministry. 43% of those said to be priests uh, responded that they had attended Catholic elementary school, K through 8. I thought that was low. 34% attended a Catholic high school. 11% were homeschooled at some point in their childhood. Uh, 35% of those said to be priests attended Catholic college. One in four reported educational debt upon entering seminary. Of those with debt, the median amount owed was $21,000. Around 42% of those set to be priests this year had a college degree before entering seminary, while about 16% had a graduate degree. Another 18% had some college or went to trade school. 24% had a high school degree or less. 4% served in the U.S. Armed Forces. 12% were from career military families. The median age of those set to be priests this year is 30 years old. Uh, Median age for those that are going to be ordained for religious orders um, is 34 years old. The youngest respondent was 25 years old, and the oldest was 67, set to be a priest this year. Hmm. Midwest and South now lead in seminary formation as seminaries in those two regions each form 31% of the priests to be. 17% of those set to be ordained priests were formed in the Northeast, 13% in the West, and 7% abroad. Hispanics and Latinos made up 16% of the 2023 ordination class. Um, Those set to be ordained, 10% were of Asian or or Pacific descent. African Americans made up 6%. 75% of those set to be ordained were American-born, uh, born, excuse me. Um, 20, uh, two, uh, 28 countries of origin in total, though, that are going to be ordained priests this year. That's pretty cool. 5% were born in Mexico, while a smaller percentage were born in Vietnam, uh, Colombia, Nigeria. And that's all I got time for. That was good. That's really interesting. So I, 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 a couple things stick out. Number one, uh, Catholic schooling. That number was really low for me of those that uh, the majority of those uh, men set to be priests this year did not go to Catholic school, which I, that kind of shocked me a little bit. Uh, and Eucharistic adoration. That's through the roof. Almost 75% of those set to be ordained priests regularly partake in Eucharistic adoration 
as a, uh, a form of prayer in their lives. Half the rosary. So there you go. There you go. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about mortal sin with uh, Father P.J. McManus and the conditions of it. It's a whole segment. It's a whole segment. It's a whole show, a uh, whole week of shows, if you will. But we'll uh, we'll dive in when we come back. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Matt Wilkham here from Iowa Catholic Radio. I'd like to thank you for your continued support of this apostolate. Because of you, we're reaching more souls in more ways than ever before. Whether you've had your faith strengthened by either our talk or music channels, or if you've been impacted by one of our other outreach initiatives, you experience firsthand the value Iowa Catholic Radio brings to the Catholic and Christian community. If you haven't made the decision yet to become a family member, please consider a $30 a month sustainable gift. Just visit iowacatholicradio.com and welcome to the family. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Offering insurance for auto, home, life, business, and more. It's your future. Let's protect it. Learn more at CindySchulte.com. Iowa Catholic Radio thanks Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte for her support. Help connect listeners to Christ. Tell a friend about Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from CTO. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for programming comes from Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical, offering repairs, installations, and maintenance for the whole house, including heating and cooling systems and all things plumbing and electrical. Learn more at goldenrulephc.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dr. David Ball from Des Moines Eye Surgeons, your total eye care specialist specializing in cataracts and glaucoma care. Des Moines Eye Surgeons, 515-255-3546, dmisurgeons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Intervisions Healthcare, empowering men and women to make the most informed, life-affirming decisions for themselves and their families. Learn more at IVHcare.org. IVHcare.org. Thank you, Intervisions Healthcare, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. I'll, uh, I'll get this over to our social media team and, uh, and put this up on our Facebook, because I thought it was really interesting, friends, of all of those... Um, statistics of those that are going to be ordained priests this year. But again, a couple things uh, a couple things really stick out. Number one, again, the majority of them did not go to Catholic school. That was really interesting to me. Um, and also, again, um, half praised the rosary on a regular basis and 75, almost 75% regularly Eucharistic adoration. So I thought that was really, really interesting. Let's go to our next guest, Father P.J. McManus, pastor of Christ the King on the south side of Des Moines. Hello, Father. 
Good morning, John. All right. We're going to talk today about something that's probably going to take about 10 shows, uh, or could at least, uh, Mortal Sin. And, and you know, I, I think this is important. We're not getting any questions from you, uh, friends, our listeners, but uh, th- this is a big topic for us to dive into because I, I think a lot of people want to know, you know, what, what in the world is is mortal sin when we when we talk about sin there's a sin here that's that's that bad you know and and we gotta we gotta be um we gotta be clear on 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 kind of the conditions here so let's go through it father if someone was to say what is a a mortal sin how would you respond the 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 first thing that i think i would say is that you're the, the 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 way we the way catholics tend to use this is somewhat imprecise so, so the way sort of the average Catholic uses the language of mortal sin, and it's it, what it's contrasted with is venial sin or not mortal sin, um, is it is often used as sort of shorthand for serious stuff and not so serious stuff. But that's not really what the words mean, and it's only kind of part of the story. So, so the distinction between mortal and venial um, is is not. Uh, tied to the content of the sin, it's it's it, it's not. It really isn't tied to the content of the sin. It's um, it's determined based on its effect. So a mortal sin is like a mortal wound. That is, it kills your soul in the way that a mortal wound would kill your spirit. And a venial sin, a venial is kind of a weird word that we don't use much anymore. Mortal still gets used in ordinary speech, right? But mm-hmm. but venial's not. Have you ever used the word venial apart from? In. Not really. Yeah, right. So, so it, it, it comes from the Latin word vania, which means an indulgence or like a pardon. Um, so, uh, so like in the Dominicans, there was a, a particular gesture that we would use when you when you messed up badly, like if you were real late to, to uh, office or something, mm-hmm. you'd have to prostrate yourself on your side in front of everybody, and that was called a vania. It was a way of saying sorry, but the idea was it's an easily pardonable offense. Whereas a mortal sin is a is a not so easily pardonable offense, and we, we draw this directly from Saint John, right? So in First John five, he says explicitly, "There's sin that is deadly, that is mortal, and there's sin that is not deadly." Worry about the stuff that's deadly, right? Mm. Is, is essentially the point, and so that's what that's what mortal sin is. is it's the kind of sin that will kill your soul. So the conditions of it, there's there's three traditionally um, mm-hmm. that that have to be met, all three together, right? That have to yep. be met for it to uh, be a mortal sin. Walk us through yep. those. So 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 the the subject matter has to be grave or serious, which is which is why people tend to use it as shorthand for serious sin and not serious sin. But the reason that doesn't work is because the other two conditions. Um, the other two conditions are also important, and because the uh, what what we tend to take as serious and what actually is may be very different things. <laughs> so, um, so, so, so the, the three conditions are right: serious matter or grave matter is sometimes the language that's used, full knowledge and awareness, and deliberate consent. So you can't whoops a doodle into mortal sin. They um, can't accidentally you can't, commit a mortal you sin. Can't accidentally commit idolatry. You can't. You, you, you can, which is different. See, this is the reason that, that the way we use it is often sort of unhelpful. You can do a real bad thing that has real serious consequences and not be guilty of a mortal sin. Mm. So, like, you, you you may be criminally uh, liable um, for like negligent homicide and not guilty of the sin of murder. 
Um, so, because you've got to know what you're doing, right? So if you're if you're negligent, like you might be stupid, or you might have done a, a, a dangerous or a bad thing, but that's not the same thing as the guy that deliberately d- deliberately shoots somebody. So, so there's the buddy that killed this, the guy who killed his buddy in a hunting accident, and the hitman are not guilty of the same sin. So what do you even say to though, what do you say to people? Father, what do you yeah, say to people, sorry. Father, that say uh, you know, you Catholics, you guys are way overthinking this. It's it's simple. It, it's it's either you know a grave sin or it's or it's uh, or it's not. I, you know all these conditions, all these things. How do you respond to that? Um, I've lived a minute. <laughs> like it, it, it seems very obvious to me, both in my own moral life and literally every person I've ever met that most people are not functioning at 100 all the time. And so, uh, so there are all kinds of things that impede our ability to make decisions. Mm. And, uh, and impeded decisions, um, we don't hold people responsible for. Society doesn't do it. We don't do it with kids, right? Like, like the, the, the very fact that we have a, a different justice system for children than for adults suggests that, that you sort of grow into awareness and capacities. Um, and, uh, and there are, of course, adults who, mm-hmm. uh, for various reasons, lack basic capacities that then make it so that they can't, um, so that we don't hold them responsible for things, right? So, 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 so what, what the Church is trying to get at here, that, that the other danger of the, of the, of the mortal venial kind of um, dyad here is that it, it can lead people to just not take venial sin seriously, mm. and that's not a good idea either, right? Because a, a, a bunch of little sins will very, very quickly escalate into a serious sin. Right. So so, you know, um, second glances and sort of a, a lusty but not pornographic ticks on your phone very quickly escalate into a porn addiction. It's not hard to see how this happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 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 we need to be vigilant in our own um, in our own moral life to, to avoid all kinds of sin. But when it but 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 mortal sin is particularly serious because it cuts us off from the basic means of grace. And it, and it prevents us from receiving the sacraments worthily or well, which is why we need to go to confession. That is, big shocker here, why we offer confessions to Christ the King every day. Yeah. Because it turns out people sin every day, and, um, and, and, they, and they need forgiveness. Now, that's not meant to cultivate a spirit of scrupulosity. We shouldn't live as though we're in a, a constant state of panic that we accidentally committed a mortal sin. We simply need to constantly grow in our awareness of ourselves and of our actions to figure out whether or not um, to, 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 to discern whether we're falling into sin, mortal or venial, and then figure out how to knock it off. Are there cut and dry grave matter sins? That just that's obviously grave. Now we'll see if the other two are uh, are met conditions. Yeah. So, but, but there are. But I'm, I I want to issue a caveat before I try and say this because the again. The, the way this tends to go, everybody wants a list of stuff that they're genuinely not allowed to do. Mm. Like that, that's, that's the way this is built into people's brains. Is they want the list of stuff that's like, okay, so I can, like, I can gossip, but I can't commit adultery. Yeah. Right? I can, um, I can uh, take the Lord's name in vain, but I, uh, but I can't skip Mass. Like they, they want it to, to be cut up that way. And the reason this is unhelpful is because, A, it, it creates a callousness towards the other stuff, which you do need to take seriously, and B, it can really cause you, um, uh, it, it can cause you to overlook more serious sins that you're not even, like, you're not even noticing kind of thing, right? Mm. 
So, um, so, so are, are, are there uh, uh, qualities or categories of human life or whatever that, that, that are going to um, immediately constitute grave sin or, or serious matter? Um, yeah, absolutely, right? So most things pertaining to our sexuality do constitute grave matter. Why? Because sex is real important. I, like, the, 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 and and it, doesn't, it doesn't seem to me that requires a great deal of explanation. Yeah. It's not the only important thing, but it's really, really important. Because it's such a good. Because it's such good. And, and in a parallel way, um, our, our, our properly religious obligations occupy the same sort of a space. This is why missing Sunday Mass or, or Holy Day Mass is a mortal sin. It, it, it's serious in the same kind of way that sex is serious, yeah. <laughs> because it's such a good. And if, you, and, 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 and if you refrain from fulfilling that kind of necessary good, you're cutting yourself off from the means of grace. And, and that's the whole point here, is that, is that this is really reflective of how grace operates in your soul. Now, there's a, way of, there's a way of framing this that can make it sound like, well, all right, so I've committed a mortal sin, grace is totally done with me, and I'm uh, like, you know, and obviously if I, if I get hit by a bus, I'm going to go to hell or something like that. But, but the problem here, right, is uh, the grace of repentance is still necessary to get you back to the confessional. Mm. So when we say that, 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 that this has killed grace in the soul, what we're talking about is sanctifying grace, the kind of grace that saves and saves, like, immediately, right? Um, but it's not as though, you know, the moment you commit a mortal sin, you're now a practical atheist or something, and God doesn't exist. Yeah. It's that you've impaired God's ability to do anything in you because of your bad decisions. Yeah, this is this is really good stuff, Father, and I think just so important for us to know. Finally, um, this is you know, mortal sin is is something that needs the sacrament of of reconciliation. It is not just forgiven like a venial sin from reception of holy Eucharist, um, uh, and 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 that's important, right? So we we have to physically go into that box and uh, and have our sins forgiven by the priest. They're both important. The, 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 the first one is, re, like, reminding people, right, that communion itself burns away sin. That, that's the image that the fathers use. It's mm-hmm. like Isaiah and the coal. You know, the, the, the angel takes the coal off the altar and puts it in Isaiah's mouth, and it burns away his sin. That's what Holy Communion is meant to do with us, is it's meant to burn out the badness from the inside out. But if communion's medicine, um, sometimes we get so sick we can't hold down our medicine. You ever thrown up, right, medicine that you got from the doctor, and it's frustrating because then you lost money too, right, because you paid for it. <laughs> so you got to settle your stomach first. That's what, that's what confession does, mm. right, is, is the sacrament of penance and reconciliation rehabituates us or disposes us to be able to receive the other graces necessary uh, to, to live life in the Church. And so, yes, absolutely, you commit a mortal sin, you need to go to confession. And and there are mortal sins that people commit all the time that they don't confess, and uh, and they compound their own badness because 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 they they're unrepentant of what they've done. Friends, that is just like ten minutes of pure meat off the bone, right there from Father PJ McManus. Uh, it's a good thing that we have all of these segments podcasted at iowacatholicradio.com, because that might be one. This might be one that you want to comb over a couple more times or have a a spouse or a friend listen to it as well. Really good stuff, Father PJ. Would you give us your blessing this morning? Sure, sure. May the peace and blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. We'll talk to you next Thursday.
Thank you, John. All right. That's Father P.J. McManus, everyone. Really good stuff. Listen to that again. Uh, Coming up in the second half hour, we're going to have Ellen Miller. She is the co-chair for Christ Our Life, and they've got a big walk coming up uh, for Mary's Meals. She's going to promote it, and hopefully you can attend it. John Linetti here in the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go to Father Andrew right now with today's Gospel and Reflection. April 27, Thursday of the third week of Easter. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the crowds, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draw him, and I will raise him on the last day. It is written in the prophets, They shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Gospel of the Lord Referring to Old Testament prophets, Jesus says that prophecy has not changed with his presence insofar as whatever draws people to him comes from our Heavenly Father. However, the Incarnation is certainly a radical departure from Jewish thought about how God interacts with his creation. And not only does the Father give us his Son, the Son gives us his flesh so that we might have life to the full and live forever. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Divine Treasures, a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community since 1992. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you, Divine Treasures, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Confluence Brewing Company, located at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, just south of Graves Lake on the bike trail in Des Moines, celebrating 10 years of brewing a passion for beer and bringing good things together. Learn more at confluencebrewing.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the Worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarans strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, join S-E-R-R-A.org. Thank you, Sarans, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Friends, uh, make sure you get your tickets, if you haven't yet, to uh, our Celebrate Country concert. Fancy like Walker Hayes. going to be taking place July 15th at 7 o'clock. Our very own Joshua Sinclair is going to be opening uh, George Burge is going to be uh, opening as well. Thanks to all of our sponsors. It is just, uh, it, I mean, it's already uh, selling like crazy. I know my sister and all her friends are absolutely love it. And uh, I was talking to someone yesterday that's big fans of uh, Walker Hayes as well. So he's going to be live uh, down at the Community Choice Credit Union Convention Center Ballroom. Make sure to get your tickets. IowaCatholicRadio.com. Go to CelebrateCountry.org celebratecountry.org today. It's going to be a fun party for us. All right. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, 
words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt. Welcome now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Bozen the Florist. Their priority is to serve you no matter where you are in the world. 515-244-ROSE, 515-244-7673, or online at bozen.com. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilcombe. Governor Kim Reynolds has issued a disaster proclamation as counties along the Mississippi River prepare for potentially record-breaking water levels. The areas along the Mississippi have been facing flood conditions for the past two weeks as the river's water levels have risen due to melting snow. The river skipped its banks in Davenport on Wednesday morning, and Dubuque is prepared to close all of its floodgates for only the third time since they were installed 50 years ago. John Papa John, who, along with his wife Mary, created an, an amazing legacy of business success and later a dedication to public art, passed away on Saturday at the age of 94. Papa John amassed a fortune as a venture capitalist and reinvested most of that fortune in his home state, establishing an eponymous sculpture park in downtown Des Moines and gifting millions to his alma mater, the University of Iowa. Entrepreneur centers in his name are on the campuses of several colleges throughout the state of Iowa. Take Our Kids to Work Day celebrates its 30th anniversary on Thursday. According to the Take Our Daughters and Sons to Work Foundation, the event is designed to be more than a career day or an opportunity to shadow. The event is meant to show kids the value of their education, helping them discover the power and possibilities of work and family life. A virtual component extends the day to those parents and children who do not have access to the workplace, as well as complement an employer's on-site program. A Brazilian dictionary has added Pele as an adjective to use when describing someone who is, quote, exceptional, incomparable, unique. The announcement by the Michaelis Dictionary on Wednesday is part of a campaign that gathered more than 125,000 signatures to honor the late soccer great's impact beyond his sport. The three-time World Cup champion died in December at age 82 after a fight against colon cancer. And now for your sports update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Thursday morning, yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, Midwest teams that were in action on your Wednesday. In the National League, the San Diego Padres defeated the Chicago Cubs 5-3 at Wrigley Field in Chicago, while last night the San Francisco Giants defeated the St. Louis Cardinals 7-3 in San Francisco. In the American League, it was the New York Yankees defeating the Minnesota Twins 12-6 in Minneapolis, while in Toronto, the Blue Jays defeated the Chicago White Sox. Eight nothing. Interleague play had the Milwaukee Brewers defeating the Detroit Tigers six to two, and the Arizona Diamondbacks last night defeating the Kansas City Royals two to nothing. Yesterday, Triple A baseball. The Iowa Cubs playing game two of their six-game homestand against the Louisville Bats, and it's the I Cubs winning yesterday afternoon by the score of nine to five at Principal Park in Des Moines over Louisville. Today, game three of their series, Louisville at the Iowa Cubs, and first pitch will be at noon today at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. 
Last night, NBA playoffs continue with the first round. It was Game 5 in the Eastern Conference, and the New York Knicks now advance. The Knicks defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers 106-95 to win that series four games to one. The other Eastern Conference uh, Game 5 had the Miami Heat eliminating the Milwaukee Bucks by the score of 128-126 to in overtime. So the Heat upset the number one seed Milwaukee Bucks and win that series four games to one. In the Western Conference Game 5 last night, it was the Memphis Grizzlies defeating the Los Angeles Lakers by the score of 116-99 to in Memphis. The Lakers lead that series three games to two. And the other Game 5 in the Western Conference had the Golden State Warriors, the defending NBA champions, defeating the Sacramento Kings in Sacramento by the score of 123-116. to Golden State leads that best-of-seven series three games to two. Tonight, the NBA playoffs continues with Game 6 in the Eastern Conference, and it's the Boston Celtics at the Atlanta Hawks. They'll tip off at 7.30 tonight in Atlanta. The game will be televised on TNT. Boston leads that best-of-seven series three games to two. And with your Thursday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact, the inaugural Drake Relays were held in 1910 and drew just 100 spectators and 82 athletes, all from Des Moines area colleges and high schools. Billed as America's Athletic Classic, it is now regarded as one of the top track and field events in the U.S. In 2020, the Drake Relays was named a silver level event on the World Athletics Continental Tour one of only two competitions in the U.S. to earn silver level status. That is interesting. Impressive. Very important. Yes. Must have been raining when so few people were there. Well, that could have been yeah. part of it. Yeah. But, you know, the first the first time anything is held, it's, it's just kind of like, okay, let's just right. get this off the ground and see if it survives. And apparently it did. Silver level. That's really cool. And not a lot of people around back then. Yes. <laughs> do you, do you Since go? it is the 113th annual yeah. Drake Relay. Do you go? Dude, I'm stuck there. Are you? Yeah, it's like my front yard. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you live there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you yeah. Are you inviting us over? Is that what you're saying? Like for like a little barbecue? Tickets? I don't barbecue? have a barbecue. You could bring the barbecue with okay, you. Okay, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, because they had the road race last weekend, which is what kicks off uh, the relays every year. They had their 55th annual uh, Drake road race uh, last Sunday. Huh. So they have, what, 5K, 10K, and half marathon they run. Bring your lawn chairs so. for Jimmy's front yard. You, You're not going to see much except for a lot of people. Oh, do, you, okay. do you see the the beautiful bulldog going by once in a while? No. Patch, I think, is, no. is just named. No, because they, the they do that up at the field house. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's inside. Actually, at the Nap Center, I think, is where they did that. But they had the uh, shot put dude this year. Oh. That was, what, yesterday, I think? I don't know. Can't remember. I unfortunately, it's not. All, all I know, it's a lot of traffic that I have to deal yes, with. Yes, I I can imagine. <laughs> What's the weather going to be like? Uh, not a lot of traffic in the weather, but uh, rain. Yeah, <laughs> sunshine and a high in the uh, low seventies for today. Then tonight, mostly cloudy. That overnight low in the upper forties for tomorrow. Those uh, showers going to be making their way into the area. A chance of thunderstorms, partly sunny, a high around seventy, and then by Saturday, another chance of showers, sunny, windy. And a high in the mid-60s if you're uh, planning on uh, making the trek at all this weekend to Drake Stadium for the relays. We are at the 43 at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios, 42 in Creston, 41 in Oskaloosa and Marshalltown, 39 in Fairfield. And support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Intervisions Healthcare, empowering men and women to make the most informed, life-affirming decisions for themselves and their families. Learn more at IVHcare.org. That is your 
relayic forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. <laughs> Sometimes it's just really, yeah. really a stretch. That, that was a stretch. Every day. <laughs> Every day it's a stretch. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your saint of the day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today's saint didn't let her poverty and humble birth stop her from being generous and showing God's mercy. Saint Zita of Luca today was a maid servant during the time of St. Francis of Assisi. She worked diligently for her employers. She was a hard worker, pious, and generous. Although that dedication provoked jealousy on the part of some of the other servants, Zita won them over by her patience. As the years passed, she became famous for helping the sick, the poor, and the imprisoned. She was regarded locally as a living saint, and very soon after her death, that title was officially given to her. 1696. Zita is the patroness of domestic workers. We ask today, St. Zita of Luca, to pray for us. Amen. All right, when we come back, Ellen Miller, co-director of Christ Our Life, Mary's Meals, Race to Helping Hands uh, to Feed Kids. Let's go to Julie Nelson right now with Catholic Women Now. It's Chris today. Oh, Chris Magruder with Catholic Women Now. We got the Saint of the Day music. There we go. There we go. Hi, Chris. Good morning, John. Good morning to you? you. I'm doing fine. What do we got coming up on the show? We have Prairie Fire Ministries coming on. A lot of people have been hearing. Matter of fact, people from eight hours away have been hearing about what's going on down at the cathedral every third Wednesday of the month. And so we're going to bring in the founders of Prairie Fire Ministries. Tim Jamison and Grayson Dahl. We're going to talk a little bit about what's been happening through Prairie Fire Ministries, why we should go, why we should trust them, um, you know, what the bishop says. The bishop actually opened the, the cathedral for them. So mm-hmm. we're going to get off scoop on Prairie Fire Ministries. Well, it's a fantastic ministry, and just uh, the Holy Spirit is rocking and rolling in this diocese, and especially through them. That's going to be coming up this morning at 9 o'clock, friends. Chris Magruder, we'll talk to you soon. You bet. God bless you. All right. Ellen Miller, when we come back, John Lee here on the Catholic Morning Show, friends. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is your news to the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, April 27th. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. If you're a young Catholic single in your 20s and 30s, plan on attending tomorrow night's Young Catholic Singles Potluck Gathering. It'll be held at St. Pius X Parish's Martha and Mary Room. This event is 7 to 9 p.m. tomorrow night at St. Pius X Parish in Urbandale. Catholic Youth Camp sessions are nearing capacity. If you haven't signed up your kids for a life-changing week at CYC, now is the time to do it. Go to stmcenter.com sessions to see each week's availability. Volunteer counselor applications are also open. Go to stmcenter.com for details. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop is visiting with Deacon Patrick Lapper, M.D. Deacon Lapper is a board-certified plastic and reconstructive surgeon who has been in practice for over 25 years. Now, Dr. Lapper travels extensively, offering presentations on the ethics of transgender medicine and gender ideology in light of the Western tradition. That interview is tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Western News for the Diocese of Des Moines and Kelly Mesher Collins. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. CTOIowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, an authorized independent agent for Walmart Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Iowa, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Learn more at 515-226-2111 or cindyschulte.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Throughout history, our Lord has shown us that He is truly present in the Blessed Sacrament. Experience these wonders for yourself as Iowa Catholic Radio presents the Vatican International Exhibition, Eucharistic Miracles of the World, at St. Luke the Evangelist Catholic Church in Ankeny, now through May 1st. Learn more about how you can bring this beautiful panel display to your parish, school, or faith-based organization by calling 515-223-1150 or visit iowacatholicradio.com. Connecting listeners to Christ. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go to our next guest, co-director of Christ Our Life, also kind of leading the way for this uh, Mary's Meals Race to Feed Kids, the 10th annual uh, race. Uh, Ellen Miller joins me. Hi, Ellen. Uh, good morning. Well, you, you made the trek all the way from Indianola. Oh, I just loved it. My <laughs> goodness, here you are. Uh, this is a big event, and uh, you I mean you've had upwards of six hundred people at this race yes. uh, walk, and mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's incredible. You were actually telling. We'll say this in a second where all these proceeds are going. Um, but uh, who? How did this start? Like, who put this thing together? Well, interesting enough, it was my uh, daughter-in-law who uh, started the first race and then married my son and moved off to Malawi. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I've kept the flame going ever since. So. And, and, and they, they are not, they are no longer living there, but they did for, I mean, a period of time. Oh, yes. They were in, uh, Mike was in Africa 11 years together. Wow. Yeah. But they have moved back. Mike continues to work for Mary's Meals. He just got back from South Sudan. Um, but yes, they'll be at the race and um, be able to celebrate with all of us. It's easy uh, for me, at least I, I take for granted thinking, oh, everyone's heard of Mary's meals, but mm-hmm. they haven't. There, mm-hmm. There's still tons of people that I talk to that are like, what, what is this? I yeah. want to help. Mm-hmm. Give us the kind of the 30 second. What is Mary's meals? Mary's meals feeds children at their place of education in 18 developing countries, feeding over 2.4 million children a day for $25 and 20 cents per student for why, the entire school year. Why now. at their place of education? Because sometimes their education could be in a landfill. Sometimes their education in Madagascar, so to speak, is in a prison, you know, where some mm-hmm. of these kids are, are um, you know, that are homeless and stuff, sometimes find themselves. So And, and education, because, I mean, this was important to the founder, mm-hmm. Magnus, as well, that he wanted them educated. Educated, yes. And that's why we don't say, I should say, schools, right? Yeah, because yeah. education looks different for everybody. But Definitely, they feed mostly children at their place of education that takes part in a school. Which is a huge, you know, uh, thing for parents because, mm-hmm. you know, it, having their kids maybe work or not go to school. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, they, they send them to school because they know that might be their only meal. Absolutely. For yeah. most of them, it is their only meal. Absolutely. Yeah. And it brings them into the classroom, giving them eyes to see for a better tomorrow. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what... what uh, Give us the details. Saturday, May 13th. Saturday, May 13th. It's down there um, over by uh, the Wells Fargo Arena by the Women of Achievement Bridge. Um, We like to have different routes around Des Moines. If you've noticed, we've been to many places and we just love that. 
Uh, it'll be at 9 o'clock. But if you want to come in the day of, we love last-minute registrations. Yeah. Come on in. Take part. It's a 5K. You can walk. You can run. You can make a donation. Um, you can even donate online and go virtually, you know. So we'd love to just have as many people that can participate as possible. We have over 900 kids who are needing to be fed at Machesa School in Malawi. So you have a lot of different events throughout the or a few different big uh-huh. events throughout uh-huh. the year. Uh-huh. And what, how many, do you know how many people you're feeding in total with all the, the different money events? you've raised? We have three key events. Well, we have three key schools that we are feeding in Iowa um, every year, and we feed over 3,000 children a day. Really? Yes. Just Iowa? Yeah, just our little group. There's many, many other people in Iowa that are feeding kids. We're or one of many, but that's what we do, my team. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. How, how many people are on your team? <laughs> it doesn't take many. It just takes, really? a, t- just takes a passionate heart, right? I think there's about 10 of us, 15 of us at the most. That's mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, 3,000 kids a yeah. day. Yeah. And you'd think Every you'd have to have day. millions and millions of dollars, but it's it's not. I mean, it, it, it just the dollar goes so much further in feeding these children. Yeah. What are they What are they eating? Well, in Malawi, they're eating porridge. It's corn crushed into flour mixed with soy and vitamins, and this is what they're getting each and every day. But they feed their culture what their culture mainly eats as a staple food. So when my son lived in Liberia, it was rice and beans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in Malawi, it is the corn flour. And they are getting the nutrients. They're getting, you know, Filled vitamins with all and kinds all of vitamins, yes, absolutely. And the little kiddos, they're getting more like the sima, which is corn flour again with a little less water and then they mix that up with relish garden vegetables beans all that and again i i can't say this enough for many of them this is their only meal oh yeah for many and and i love the volunteer cooks because when i go into the villages and meet the children and they're coming in to get their food the volunteer cooks will say this child here they're having one meal today and that is what they're eating right now really and then they'll point at another child and say this child will have a second meal but they'll eat that meal before bedtime because it's um, it's hard when your child wakes up in the middle of the night and you can't take care of their hunger pains. Mm. So they'll feed them before bed so they sleep well at night. I mean, it's just I, every time I, yeah. I, I hear about this, every time I mean, I've heard I, how many countless interviews on mm. Mary's Meals, it's just so moving. It's so much Still. more, I always say, than a cup of porridge. Yeah. You know, it affects the whole community. And when we come together and we can be reminded that we can make a difference for $25.20, it's just mind-boggling. That's for an entire year? An entire school year. $25.20 to feed one child for an entire year. Um, what if someone can't attend this race walk? What, how can yes. they be a part of what Well, you're definitely doing? they can go to the race sign-up mm-hmm. under Mary's Meals, and they can even donate there. You know, they can donate in that way, or they can just go to Mary's Meals USA and donate online. Heartlandforkids.com? Yep. Heartland as well, for kids, yes. Heartlandforkids.com. That, and that is that the, the race sign up? Well, it's oh. interesting. The Heartland for Kids is our um, t shirts. Okay. Remember all those 33,000 yeah. t shirts we've sold? Yeah. All those walking billboards around. I've got one still that I wear. <laughs> yeah, but you would want to go to the race sign up under Mary's Meals to um, to sign up for the race or just even to donate and have that money go toward Manchester School in Malawi. Yeah. It's, it's as simple as you know typing into Google Mary's Absolutely. Meals and, and everything will come up. Um, I, I, I can't think of a, a more worthy um, you know thing to, to give to uh, than Mary's Meals, friends. It's, it's certainly played a, a big role here at Iowa Catholic Radio, Christ Our Life. Mm. Uh, Magnus, is, mm. he's just an incredible man. So. And feeding, feeding another mother's child on Mother's Day weekend, yeah. I can't think of a better gift to give your own mother. It's a big right? deal. Yes, what a difference. The yes. 10th annual race to feed kids. 5K walk run Saturday, May 13th. 
Uh, registration begins at 8 o'clock. And where's it going to be again? It's going to be at the Women's Achievement Bridge. So if you can't sign up online, just show up and bring family and friends and pets. And let's just make this a celebration of making a difference in the life of a child. That's right. Ellen Miller. God bless you, Ellen. Thanks for Thank coming you, on. John. Thank you. All right, friends. That puts today in the books. Tomorrow, uh, Iowa Catholic Radio, the morning show, uh, is going to be at St. Augustine's uh, School. So I, I unfortunately, am not going to be able to be there, but Gene uh, is going to be there. And uh, just really highlighting our Catholic schools. I know May 19th, we're going to be out at St. Luke's, the Evangelist. Uh, they're in Ankeny. Uh, but tomorrow, make sure to tune in. It's always a fun show highlighting our, uh, the good of our Catholic schools. Deacon Tony, let's pray. Let's pray for all our listeners, our, their intentions, priests and religious, souls in purgatory. And we'll pray the prayer to St. Michael. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Mother Mary, pray for us. St. Joseph and St. Michael, protect us. And may the blessing of God the Father, God's Son, God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us. Protect us all and bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I'm John Linetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. The Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water